welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special co-host, Andrew Marr. Hello, everybody. Well, it's been a pretty eventful week really in terms of motor racing isn't it we had the hungarian grand prix but it ended up being i mean hamilton dominated that quite easily um and uh, but there's been quite a lot of other stuff going on with motorsport news as well that there's um the newberg ring is similarly in with a chance of getting a grand prix oh i've not heard that actually that's, yeah. that's new news for me excellent good good there's also emily is going to i think emily's in in the lineup potentially oh, finally because i was yeah. I, I put some comments on their instagram account when they were talking about they, they had like the uh, calendar this is happening this is happening and i noticed there was a gap after the two current italian ones and i went oh look there's a good gap there yeah yeah for <laughs> yeah yeah so maybe they, they've obviously they've read my statement and thought yeah this, he's right never mind everybody else that guy he's right yep so emily similarly a, good, a strong possibility that's going to be added to the calendar. Any idea when, or is it that's... in September time? I think end of oh, August, yeah. September time. Okay. It's got, or, or or maybe it's October actually. And um, there's going to be another another three um, header one. You know, they kind of when they do one after the other for mm, them, mm. three up in in following weeks. Um, so that could be pretty decent actually. Um, and uh, uh, so yeah, and then we've got hello. There's Ant. I can see there was it's coming up that somebody was watching us. Good to see you, Ant. That uh, we'll have to eventually have you on the show. I think he deserves a place. He's been that loyal. He deserves <laughs> yeah. to be a well, you, on the show. <laughs> you know, we were talking about alternative names, uh, and Ant came up with one, and I had I had a few ideas, and one of them involved his name. Because you know, I go on about a, I often have a rant. It could be three men and our Ant, which, if you say it right, it is a rant. Yeah, so yeah. three men and our Ant. Yeah. It's awful, but I thought it was quite funny for a minute. But he's been very loyal. We have to appreciate that. He's, he's, he deserves some form of prize. Um, he for, knows for... his stuff, even though he's from Stoke. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so no, it's been a pretty good week. And the other, the other Grand Prix that is potentially coming is Portofino, which is in Portugal, the new oh, track. Um, it's a new track. It's just outside of um, Lisbon, I think. Okay. I think it's just outside there, because it used to be in... in you know the funny thing was there was a story on the internet a few years ago about a family who had gone on holiday to portugal and they weren't really motor racing people at all and they were familiar with the grand prix but that was about it and they happened happened to stumble across the old estoril track now seemingly it wasn't being used very much at all and because you know portugal was really affected by the euro crisis so i think they lost a lot of money and they were struggling to do much at all i think maybe motor gp had possibly used Estoril. Uh, um, I think it did, yeah. 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 But they happened to stumble across the, the racetrack and they were able to get uh, inside. Um, they, it must have been open or there must have been a caretaker there who said, hey, if you want to have a little look around, we'll let you have a look around. So right. they were able to go and have, I don't think they got onto the track as such. Um, but what an amazing thing. You're on holiday and you just have to stumble across the racetrack. That's like something at the top gear. You know, <laughs> it, was like, it was like, you know. But um, so yeah, so um, there it's going to be in Portofino, which is a new a new track, um, only been built I think for a, a few years ago. Okay. So it's looking Excellent. at Emily. Well, I mean Portugal's a beautiful place, isn't it? It's just uh, yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's on the Algarve. 
Yeah. Circuit, of, circuit of the Algarve, I think they call it. Circuit of the Algarve. And it's, you know, that's the last a nice place. It's a little bit different to, what do they, what do they all say when they go to Spa? <laughs> you have to sort of right. camp in a, camp in a tent yeah. somewhere. And it won't be like that in the Algarve, will it? And if you don't have to camp, it won't matter, it'd be fine. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. you say about going on holiday and having an interesting time. One of the best things I ever read was back in the days when I used to read Car Magazine in the sort of early to mid-90s. As you had his ears laid. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it was written by a reader. Uh, every now and again, they let a reader write them when they, oh, they yeah. wrote something yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a holiday. This guy, they went to northern Italy. And <laughs> this guy's a car guy and his wife wasn't a car girl. So he, he got a day where he was going to go to the Ferrara Museum, you've mentioned, and he was going to go to Lamborghini. And he was going to go, because in those days it was there, to the Bugatti um, factory. So he goes to Ferrari and was very disappointed because basically it was the cars in the, the factory and get lost. <laughs> it's just like, you know, we, in those days Ferrari were better than everybody else and it was very Enzo-ish in, in the sort yeah. of, we don't care if your customers or whatever, it doesn't matter, just go away. Yeah. So yeah. he went to Lamborghini and it was in the days when the Diablo was there. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He gets shown around the factory. I mean, he's just a bloke. He's not like a millionaire. He's shown for half a day around the factory, taken out, and there's... It's there's wined and dined and looked after and met Valentina, is it Balbo? Uh, Balbo, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the And all this kind of stuff. Great. Then he goes to Bugatti. He thought he'd had a good time in Lamborghini. He goes to Bugatti. Again, he's shown around the factory. He's looked after. He's treated like a king. Oh. Goes out the back and they sh- there's a Bugatti Veyron, uh, not Veyron, sorry, EB110. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. mad yeah. quad turbo, three and a half litre V12 with four wheel drive and active aero and all that. It's just a nuts yeah. car, wasn't it? I love it. Yeah, yeah. And this guy goes, Do you want to go? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> So, not to drive, he was being driven by the test driver, they had their little track there. Yeah, so, this yeah. guy goes around around this test track and he sat there thinking well I suppose I couldn't expect to be driven fast you know it's it's been an amazing day anyway the guy gets right everything's warm now <laughs> he was just warming the car up he thought he was just being pooped us around no he was warming everything up ready for going 90 mile an hour around these bends like that he was he got out the car going, oh. I mean that's a day and a half, that is. And all free. None of it, yeah. he, didn't have, he wasn't pay, paying to get, he had to pay to get into the Ferrari Museum, mm. but it, he didn't have to pay for anything else. It was all free. That's amazing, isn't he it? He was a, a very happy, I've never forgotten that. There's like four articles in the history of Car Magazine I've never forgotten, and that's uh, one of them. Car Magazine was, I used to get Car Magazine <clears> years ago, and then I got a subscription about maybe five years ago. Um, but uh, but I used to have some of the like the two thousand edition, the special edition. Mm. I've still got some of them because um, they were they were really well written. I mean, yes, see, it, it was you know, like reading a novel, wasn't it? It yeah. was superb. It was like yeah, and 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 it was proper vocabulary as well. I mean, you look at I mean, I have to say, Autosport's terrible for the some of the reports and some of these carbons. They they can't even write. They can't even get a comma anywhere or a full. That, stop that's somewhere. gone down the hill. That really has Autosport. I used to subscribe to Autosport, and it was yeah. great. And then I was reading some of the articles, you know, because you were talking about how you subscribed. 
Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, it was a good all-round yeah. motorsports I mean, mag. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not same rubbish. Very basic, and, and some of the writers are quite um biased actually in some ways i think mm. you know um but uh but yeah so no it's quite interesting um the like car magazine went down the, uh, it went down the drain and then I, I think they got the guy remember the irish guy on driven with the glasses he went in yes. a top gear trying to revitalize oh. that so they tried to make top gear like driven and it's like oh you can't yeah. copy that that oh. was unique which is why it worked you yeah. can't just do the same I, here i was so surprised uh, and he ended up being the editor and it was rubbish yeah. I was so surprised that they cancelled uh, Driven because Driven was going really well. It was Mike, Mike Brewer, um, the guy from JJ, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, not Sofer. What was it? The touring car driver. Um, Plato. Plato. Yeah, Jason Plato. Plato came in to replace the Irish guy. The Irish right. guy left for Top Gear and then Plato, right. as I call him, yeah. came in. Yeah. And, and was, uh, your favourite ladies world champion. Uh, Penny Mallory, Penny, the Penny. lovely. She's now a motivational speaker. Apparently, she yeah, she no, gave she... a thumbs up to me saying how brilliant she was on on Driven on one of her YouTube videos. That made my day. Yeah, <laughs> no, she was good though. I mean, it was genuinely a great show. And I, and the thing is, they I love the way they would bring the cars into the showroom, and they got that before Top Gear did. And and you know they they got and they had a crowd of people in. They would talk about the cars, do all this stuff, mm -hmm. and kind of involve people a bit more. And then had really quite realistic tests, quite fun tests. Well, they, they they designed a format where they were trying to find out about the motor in its yeah. entirety. So there was quality. There was whether people like it, which is when they got the people in and asked them what they uh -huh. thought. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was the handling test, which yeah. was super, always superb because it was an S bend at fifty. Yeah. So in other yeah. words, if you were on a normal road, you would see how the car would behave. Because, yeah, you know, you yeah. do the speed, you would find you did. And, um, oh, my goodness, a heavy bench come up. What do I do? You find out whether it was safe. Great. Uh, and some of the best things I saw were on that. Because yeah, Penny yeah. Mallory did it. Yeah, and she went for it. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. my favourite one I ever... There was, there was three I can remember, bizarrely. One of them was people carriers. Mm -hmm. And you had this really bizarre. It's kind of like seeing the split person. It's the split personality of Penny Mallory, superb yeah. fast driver and a mum. Yeah. So she's yeah. in a people carry doing the, the the handling test, talking about how it's unstable and slides and there's no grip yeah. and it understeers this kind of stuff. But then she talks about the practicality about how you wouldn't be able to fit your kids in the back and there's nowhere to put anything and you're not going ah. <laughs> I'm wondering <laughs> I don't do get you it think, do you think as you as you've commented on our videos do you think Penny Mallory might come on our show she might be maybe Ooh. it's maybe worth an ask because sometimes you know, some of these, if they're really down to earth and they're kind of quite happy to do these things they might just well she's got, as she's you got know Louise I bet she knows Louise and you know Louise. Yeah, oh yeah, she'll do Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to chase that up, actually. You get Louise on, I wonder whether Penny would come on. Because yeah, she was yeah. also a superb presenter. She was really good at actually presenting as well, wasn't she? Yeah. She did yeah. The, the Channel 4, when they did rally driving. She was doing yeah. that as well. And it was yeah. it's like when Tony Mason used to do it on the Beeb. Aye. You aye. know. I thought Mason was brilliant. Well, he was a he was, he was Clarky's co-driver. Yeah. He was the last yeah. one in the Lombard RSC rally. He knew what he was talking about, even when he wasn't having snow shoved down his back, like he did that, <laughs> that time. Yeah. Uh, and she was like that. She, she spoke with authority, and that's what you need. Right. Um, 
the uh, fact I that remember... she's stunningly attractive has got very little to do with it, really. <laughs> well, you better make sure she doesn't see this video. Otherwise, she did. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, Penny, we think you're ugly. No, <laughs> she's not. She's gorgeous. And she's brilliant and she's clever and she's talented. And I've got no problem with her being able to drive faster than me on the tour. I'm not one of those blokes. <laughs> I'm not she'll like a, you. Jealous of your son, better than you already. She'll, she'll be she'll be quite pleased or relieved that it's done on over the internet. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. I'll be stalking. Hello, Penny. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're pretty. No, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. But uh, <clears throat> the chat. Be... I mean, honestly, if I got oh, do you want to go on a date? It'd be like. <laughs> See Ru Drool, it says there. And just said, See Ru Drool. Ru Drool. Uh, is that Ru's rules? Is he always drools? Uh, no? Okay, no, that's terrible. But, um, but no, no that, would be, no, that would be something. Well, I'll try and chase up uh, Louise Akimoku because now that the, the rules have relaxed a bit, it might be easier to get her on the show, um, to be fair. But that was the next thing I was going to come to, actually. Okay. Um, uh, I put it obviously on my Facebook page, but some people won't have seen it. But I gave my son a chance. Who's oh, yes, I saw that. I saw the video. And what was amazing was he actually stayed on the track. They put him in an F-150 pickup truck. You, Eve. I mean, it's like going, right, we want you to do really well there, son. By the way, this is a great car. <laughs> I see you give him one with the worst steering, the worst handling, the worst grip. And <laughs> but he stayed on the road. Well, in your face, bad. hat trick. In your face. The thing was, he wanted something that was a bit slower, so that was easier. <laughs> it's got a 4.4 litre V8 in the front. Slow is relative, mate. But it's, it's got slow. the handling of a whale. Well, that's why it was a bit slower to kind of get round the bend and a bit easier. But he, he managed it. <laughs> when you see him come into the first corner at Brands Hatch, he actually, the car slides, right? It goes into mm. the steer. And he, and he actually he connected it. Counter steering. Yeah, I was amazed. Yeah. He did it all by himself. And unlike me, if I'd been doing it, he wasn't going like that. He was yeah, actually he, just he, in the middle. Because he, he, he learned himself. He says, I'm going to start slowly and then build up, you see. Because um, before he would knock off the walls when he used to play it um, with us on the green pad. But Gets his sense off his man then. Yeah, but it's well, <laughs> I've yeah, seen videos of you driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go then. But um, but yeah, but no, that was the thing. Is so she really? She's an advanced driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. she's one of them, is she? Yeah. People who are advanced drivers will tend to have bigger. Does she smoke a pipe? No. Because I, I thought that was part of the test. Don't you have to sit in the car? <laughs> <laughs> well, Flat the cap with the gloves on, with the little holes on the back. Ah. That would be an amazing, that would be a great portrait. Flat cap, the the, the string back gloves, what do they call them, and um, and a pipe. Yeah, I've also thought of a new a new competition for us as well. Oh no! For our viewers, I, we're going to have to get a mug, um, the car simon race driver mug. Oh, um, that kind of mug. Our, Sorry, our, our, our drive fast, don't crash bit on it. And I think get one with our photos on it and call it mugs on a mug. Yeah, and for the person who makes the best comment, um, we would uh, we'll give them give them we'll give them a mug. It's gonna be get off. <laughs> it's gonna be say, Eric Morgan going get off. I didn't say like the only person who makes a comment, but the best comment. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, oh. Anne's gonna get one every week. 
Where's, so, where's John? John should be making comments now as well. Where are you, John? Oh, we've, we've had a like on Facebook. Fantastic. That's I was going to say that I, I could change the banner here and I could say, let's see if we can get 10 likes on YouTube. That would be amazing. That would be Tell all your friends about the great show. Log in but, 10 times. It's 10 different people and click like. Now, there's a great race on this week. If you've got Gran Turismo, it's the minis. You can race a 1965 Mini Cooper oh. against a brand new Mini Cooper S of 2005. Um, and you've got to go around the Brands Hatch Indy circuit. You're going to win. Well, it, it's... In the old one, because that's, that's got a real handling instead of the new one, which is very nice, but isn't a Mini. They should have called it the Maxi. Because ah. well, it's that size. The old one had uh, is actually more powerful, and obviously it's lighter, but it's quite a lot harder to handle. Um, and so all the best <clears> times have been set with the new one because it's just a bit better. It's a bit I think the wider wider track means it's a lot easier to handle um, the circuit. But it's great fun, and I've actually done. I'm almost an A level driver now. Um, I'm, I've only I only need I think something like. Um, is this the old A levels or the new A levels? Because they're different. Uh, this is for Gran Turismo. You go up the levels on Gran Turismo. You start off at E. Uh, Ian and because the old the new A levels are pretty much the same as the old O levels, frankly. No, it's not nothing to do with education or school. This is the levels on. So they don't, they don't they've not copied the British education system. No. for their, their A levels. <laughs> no, no, it's to do with. Just uh, shows you how so far it's gone. Carry on. So you, when you start, you start off at uh, E level driver for your driver rating and from Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> And then, see, that's where uh, Jonathan started, and now he's a C and a B driver, I think. So he's still got a bit to go on his on his rating, or maybe he's an S on his driver rating, or a sporting rating. So you go up and go up and go up. But you need 30,000 points to get into A, and I'm literally on, like, 29,800 or something, or thereabouts. Um, so I'm almost at the cusp, and I've, I, I played Gran Turismo quite a bit the other night, um, and I won, three uh, no, I won two races, and I got two seconds. Uh, Brands Hatch, so I did quite a good time there. So it's a really good race. It's quite tough, but it's it's hard, but it's fun, um, and it's. Uh, I'm hoping that I can get to the A level because then that means I'm almost. I'm getting into the kind of higher epilon epilons of of Gran Turismo. It's mm. A, then A plus, and then S. Um, so it's still a bit to go, but I reckon it's doable, um, and uh, and then we'll really kind of try and get up there. Because I've been on the B and S level for far too long, and people make fun of that because they say BS all the time. Mm. And, uh, so that's that's the pun. So actually, I want I need to get into it. I'm an ass instead of BS. So you know, you know <laughs> which is probably reasonably accurate. Yeah, but fair, um, but uh, so that's where it goes. But it's a very good race, actually. It's great fun, um, and uh, mm. I've really enjoyed that. And then there's also another one in in uh, Dragon Tail Gardens Reverse, which is tough, but it's it's a good it's another good track. So I'm quite enjoying that. Um, but I haven't played a set of Corsa for a few weeks now, actually, so I'll need to get back into that and see how we go. Um, but I was just, I, obviously, I'm so amazed at how well my, my son did doing the, uh, the Gran Turismo. I was really impressed with that. It was quite fun. Um, did you get my uh, little comment I made about it looking like Richard Hammond? Something cushy, yeah, he does. Car. And, when <laughs> and when he's faster than me, that's going to be really embarrassing to be saying, I've been beaten by a seven-year-old. Or an eight-year-old, whatever it might be. Happens all yeah. the time. I mean, look, yeah. Max, Max Verstappen's beaten everybody else, and he's only about 12, isn't he? 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is, um, I've, when I've been doing a few meetings, obviously sometimes, I, because people know I do race, they see the pictures in the background, and I tell them I've got a sim rig. 
So I sometimes show them the picture just of the play seat and the, and the steering wheel and things. Mm. Um, and uh, they're all, they all love it. I mean, they immediately focus saying, oh, we need to come around and have a go on that. You know, it's just like, so there's obviously this is the latest, you know, the, the tech has moved on and people are ready to have a go and they want to. Oh, have a yeah. Go I mean, that, when I was, because when we first started talking about these sim racing, yeah. I'm like going, what? And then, because I didn't know what sim racing was, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh -huh. I, I was talking about how I reckon that the, the way that all the steering wheel, the pedals, everything worked wasn't right for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it seems like it is now, you know? Yeah. What, I, what I remembered as being these pedals and, and steering wheels were just pointless. But now it's uh, it looks pretty good, so you know. Well, let me show so in our viewers as well. I'll show you what it's like because this is these are actually pretty good. I have to admit. Um, it's I will go into here and we will share that one. Is it coming up there? Yes. So there you see, and um, so these are proper ones, and they're only five hundred and fifty quid. And this is the one that was that, uh, one of the guys recently did a. Um, they did a, a review of this and it looks amazing. So it's really <clears> solid um, and it moves. So, you know, it's, it's like a car seat. So it's got a metal bit underneath so you can adjust the, the seating position oh, really right. easily. And I mean, that, I think that's actually really quite good. Um, and it, so it's 549 pounds um, and you can adjust it. You can um, put all your wheels on it. But I mean, that is an, the, the lady that the did the review has got a mat as well. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's amazing what you get. But a lot of these ones have, have you know, the, a lot of the main drivers actually use these. Um, and, you know, it's, they're handcrafted, as you see there. I and mean, look at that. It looks like you've got, you spent thousands of pounds on it. You know, when you think about it, it's a proper fiberglass racing seat as well. So, and it's quite wide. So it allows folk who are a wee bit bigger. <laughs> so, <laughs> And so, yeah, so, so you don't have to go into a fitness regime just to fit in the seat. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so like we're that. allowed in. I'm allowed in. It fit, I can fit in that one. Crap. Okay. Oops. Yeah. What was that? Have you broke that seat? No, I was being hit. So, um, <laughs> pelvis. I had to crush your pelvis to get in. But no, because um, it's quite interesting because I looked at the one between my one, which is the Play Seat Challenge, which is probably the cheapest on the market, just about. And it's quite a tight thing. <clears throat> And also the the bars are quite small. It's quite thin. Um, mm. On the on the track racer, it's about more than twice the the width of it all. It feels like you're in a proper rig, and it's steady. It doesn't because this one you have to have a stabilizer on the side, and that just stops it in case you you know in case you put a bit too much effort in, mm. and it feels a bit unsteady. Although I, I've never felt that to be fair, um, it's always been quite quite reasonable. But this new one is brilliant, so I think that would be an amazing one to get. And really, once you've got that, you only need the pedals and wheels, which are about 150 quid, depending on what you get, and then your screen. So you can do the whole thing along with a PlayStation or a PC for probably not much more than maybe a thousand pound, or you know, eleven, twelve hundred quid. But you know, well, I, won't, I won't say that my second sold nine thousand costs four hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not bad. I think it's an impressive setup. To be fair, I was uh, I would I'd be up for maybe upgrading eventually into something like that when you've got your new home yes well the funny thing is we looked at all these houses and then we thought you know what we're just going to stay where we are i think it was, it was ah, really <laughs> it, jonathan doesn't know yet but it was good it was good seeing the places but i just thought we're not quite in the position yet to do it uh, wait till wait till my bedtime story is fat Trevor, it's not it's not the best time is it it's a bit uh, everything's a bit 2020 is not being kind to the world is it 
Yeah, certainly not so far. <laughs> that's but, some of the funniest Instagram comments I've heard is people going, huh, 2020, we ate you, you know, basically yeah. because they're all... And these are people in mansions in Hollywood, so if it's hard for them, what about the rest of us? Oh, I know, that's a funny thing. Now, I, would, I would like to make a quick apology to our uh, listeners because we never had a stream on Sunday night. But we had, I had a very, very busy weekend and busy end of last week. Um, and it's I, not I, Everest. Yeah, and I just thought I, I was so tired, I wouldn't be able to give a good effort and a good performance. And we want to make sure that on the show we do a bit. Good race, race though. It was a good race. Good race. I enjoyed the race. Something is annoying me, unusually, because obviously that never happens, uh, is that people, especially, oh, God, five live people are now irritating me. They're the only people I can listen to it live on. Because they're going on about oh it's so dominant oh Mercedes no one no one would be watching because Mercedes is so good now we've got to stop this and I'm like and then they came up with the stupidest analogy ever they go it's like watching Usain Bolt run the hundred and two hundred meters no one could be him either and I'm thinking yeah and you're using that as an excuse for no one watching Usain Bolt saved athletics. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, literally does. saved. No one was watching athletics. Usain Bolt started dominating, and athletics was suddenly this. They wanted to see this powerhouse obliterate the opposition. And I feel the same way about Mercedes. Watching Hamilton disappear into the distance, I go, wow, it's amazing. It's not, oh, bored because there's no fight for the title. Only one person can win the title and one team, right? That's all that can happen. That's one battle. There are 20 drivers. This is yeah, the problem yeah. with the TV coverage. They've been treating it like there's only one battle, the battle for the title. There's no fighting. Yeah, there is. There's been tons of fighting. And this yeah. race last weekend was a prime example of it. But this time, they actually were showing the battles. They yeah. were showing the overtaking at the Hungaro ring, which never happens. And they would do it. They were fighting. They were battling each other. They were bashing into each other. It was brilliant. Yeah. But all they could moan about, this is big, this is so fast. Yeah, this is great, isn't it? It's because Mercedes has done the best job. Yeah. yeah. You can't stick an anchor on him and go, well, there you go, try now, mate. In 92 and 93, it was pretty dominant. Like Mansell won, he won the first five races on the trot. Uh, and he was one of the first drivers, I think, to do yeah. Yeah, um, in 1992, and then of course you had that epic race in Monaco, where yeah. Senna won, and that was the thing. Um, Ferrari, so you know, another thing that's bugged me is they keep talking about how Toto Wolff has set up this team amazingly. I'm sorry, who set up the team? Do you know? Was it Toto Wolff? I don't think it was. Who set up the team? You? Who's the managing director of F1 at the moment? Uh, Ross Braun. It was Ross Braun. Braun. He set up the team, didn't he? He set it up as Braun. He set it up as Mercedes. He put all the things that they're talking about, about the difference, the reason why Mercedes is so dominant, so good, and they're able to do this amazing job of, of pushing the car to even greater heights, yeah. is because of the way, the ethos of that company when it was set up by Ross Braun. What was the last team to be that dominant before Red Bull? <clears throat> uh, Ferrari. Ferrari, who set that up? Oh, it was Ron. Oh, it was Ross Braun. Funny that. It's funny how that comes. And then Ross Braun set up Braun GP, which was dominant, and then they set up Mercedes, and when it all came together, it was dominant. Yeah. But it's great that Toto Wolf set that team up. It's fantastic. Why don't they shut up? Uh, it's going to be They just need to stop talking. 
I talk too much, but at least it's not codswallop like that. <laughs> Hamilton said that although the, like the, the both all the races this year have not been done under massively high temperatures, and he reckons that under cold conditions, the what the, the, the Mercedes will be even better. But they're not so sure about the hot weather conditions. Yeah. So well, it'll be interesting. I, I think he is looking pretty dominant, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, he's going to be out just... of that. But you never know. He could spin off. There could be reliability. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's not my focus. I, I, I like to see that dominance because it's kind of impressive. Uh -huh. But then there's the, the, the racing, which is real, not artificial. Though, I mean, they're moaning about DRS. They're moaning about DRS, these people. These are the people that were moaning that it wasn't close enough, it's too hard to keep up with people and overtake. And were pl applauding DRS when it came in. And now, after five, six years, they've realised how artificial it is. Yeah. Which is the point of the 2021-22 car. The new design of yeah. car is to, to, to allow the cars to be closer. Not to stop the team making a better car. Oh, oh. But to uh, have aerodynamics that work well, even when they're racing closely, you know. That's brilliant. That's kind of like you can do something with that. But this yeah. idea that you've got to handicap a team because they're too good... Oh. If I was Mercedes and they started that malarkey, I'd be going, well, buy them. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't show how good the Mercedes brand is by being better because oh. you are stopping us. Bye. We'll use another kind of advertising. And they'll go, uh, and I'll stop making the engines, so all the best engines in the field will be gone. And then they'll be going, but, yeah. but, but, and I'd let Formula One die, <clears throat> if that's the idea. Honestly, I'm that fed up with it. Yeah. Don't go. I forgive you. <laughs> but you know that that's that's that's. I am getting so sick and tired of them of, of the moaning. That's it. I was going to say we're sponsored. By... No, Vettel doesn't. What he can't go on YouTube and look up. Look up. You got you got Sebastian Vettel. You got. I think it's Bottas, uh, and you've got um, Hamilton, and they're being asked, it's only like a two-minute video, and they're being asked about reverse grids. Bottas went, oh, I don't, or whoever the third one is, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, no, it was Leclerc, and he says, I don't think it's a good idea, really, I don't think it's the way to go. Hamilton went, oh, no, I don't know who came up with that silly idea. Vettel said, what did you say? Hamilton just looked at him and ignored him. In fact, he said, I think he's a load of bullshit. <laughs> Hamilton looks across and says, he said it better than me. <laughs> no, Hamilton, Vettel doesn't like it either. It's a stupid idea. It is a stupid idea. Oh, you're fast. It's great. We'll put you in the back. What? Yeah. Yeah, no, Again, good. you just go, oh, so it's not racing anymore then. Bye. I'm off. I'm going to go... It's maybe, okay. it's maybe okay for smaller formula and smaller series like touring cars and other stuff, which is a bit more fun. Um, you know, it's kind of it's not seen as world championship racing, but when you're at the top echelons of sport, it needs to be done by merit. So if you're fastest, you go first. You know, you go in pole position. I, I quite, I quite like. I mean, the way the British touring car does it, the big difference is it's not the only thing they do. Yeah. You know, they'll have a proper qualifying and a proper grid. I've never been quite sure about the weight penalties in, in, in touring yeah, cars. Yeah, it's all, I mean, yeah. again, a bit artificial, but whatever. 
uh, you know, artificially slowing the fast cars down. I've never got that. But, no. all right, it's still quite fun racing. Uh, and you still see the most consistent and fast people doing well, you know. Mm. But then the second race is a sort of a, it's based on the first race, isn't it? Aye, uh, yeah. So again, yeah. that's merit. And then the third race, it's a sprint, isn't it? And it's a sprint with with the first 10 in reverse order. No, not in reverse order. It's random. It's, it's yeah. random. So, it, yeah, it's, there's a bit of potluck in there and it mixes it up a bit, but it's not that you're in 20th. It's only the top 10. And it's it's one of three sets of points in in that day. Yeah. So it's it's got less effect. So you know it's different. It's not it's not the same. It's not just that it's the, not the highest level, as it were. It, it's um, it's right. done better. Put a bit more thought's been put into it. Whereas all these other things are just knee jerks. Yeah. Knee jerk yeah. reactions to what? What are they trying to do? Trying to trying to what they're going to say? Last place matters. Is that going to be the new thing? No. No, Williams matter should be in first. It's unequal. It's racing. Do I like, better. I would like to ask our listeners as well a quick question. Now, we had tried a couple of live races and we and we commentated on them, and they were it, it was good, but it's quite it's it's hard work because you've got to really you can't really enjoy the race because you're 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 standing there kind of watching everything that's going on and trying to mm. make sure that you you say it correctly and so on. So we're not sure. I mean, I, I think it probably worked and we got some quite reasonable reviews. I know Jonathan was listening to it um, and thought it was quite good. I know that mm. I was listening and, and quite enjoyed it. And um, I didn't pay him, did you? No, 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 that was the thing. Um, and uh, so what we were kind of thinking, about, is it something we should try again or continue on with it? Um, or should we just do maybe a highlight show? Because what we're trying to think about is should we maybe do another show instead of a Sunday night, maybe perhaps on a Monday night um, and uh, or on a different day? And then we can talk about the, you know, the, the ups and downs of the races um, and because we'll have a bit of time both to have seen it um, by that point and then, and then bring it, you know, go from there. Or what do you think, Andrew? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I think I like the idea of it being on the highlights, over the highlights more because, yeah. um, for a start, I'll be able to see it better. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm saying, you know, I, I, um, but also, it gives an alternative, you know, to to. to and how, how do you think we, we do it? Do you think we should have it? Because um, I think we can get that. I wonder if we can get that through the PlayStation Live. Because um, well, if you can get Channel Four, you can you can get the highlights. Whether it, whether it's you can get it over the internet, you can either watch it live or you can watch it later. It's, it's on there for six days. Yeah, so maybe we could do that because um, I'm just thinking it'd be easier for me to watch it on my other screen, and then then we could actually live stream it because in effect we could we could go over it um, maybe slightly later that day uh, unless unless they allow you to see it live on more four. Well, I think other other people would have to have it on at the know, same time with us. Right, I see. Right, okay. Than, I don't think we could stream it to them if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I know we can't stream it to them. But as long as we can see it, that's the main thing. Yeah, we'll be able to see it. Uh, see it done live. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then we get to talk over the adverts. Mm. Yeah, which will be <laughs> fun of those. I mean, it's unfortunate because DC is pretty good. Uh, uh -huh. The guy that's with him is, yeah. 
Webbo, he's excellent as well. Uh, and then everybody else is just a waste of space. So, so maybe we could try the, the highlights. Well, some of the races, some of the days when it's like Canada, or or when the racing is later on, you know, say <clears> six o'clock, seven o'clock, um, it's going to be about midnight before you get it, or ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Yeah, we'd it? have to do it on a, at another time. On the yeah, so then then it would make sense to do it as, a, as a, on another day. I mean, yeah. I suppose if we're doing it on Podbean or on something people can look at later, if people want to, they can choose to play it while they're. Yeah, that's true. Whenever they're watching it, if they're streaming it, you know. So yeah, I don't, and then we can yeah. just get the banter of it. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing. So we'll have a good think about that um, and see what we see what's the best way forward. And we do apologise for not being there on Sunday night. I know. You've got what you deserved. Get lost. Next week, I'm actually going to be taking a little day or two's off. Um, I've got a few holidays I need to take, so um, I'm going to be... Uh, but I'll be, we'll be back in two weeks' time for sure. Um, and we'll come up with something at the weekend. Don't forget to check your eyesight before you drive anywhere. It's very important. One good idea is to drive to Barnard Castle and do it like that. <coughs> Just think, you know, your eyes might not be working after months of not going on a holiday. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But I might try and do a video before I go. Um, so I've got something to put up maybe on Thursday or or, so, or, or, or earlier in the week. Um, before we before we head away and do all of that but now of course we've got our website which is hughhattrick.com and you can go on that and see all our latest videos that are on our channel and it'd be fantastic if you can let everybody know about the channel and subscribe and give us as many likes as you can that would be fantastic that um because there's always lots of things that we're trying to cover obviously we've got jonathan sutherland who is sometimes with us as a kind of extra co-host and andrew dixon and hopefully andrew will be joining us at some point in the very near future on a thursday night show it's almost like we've got a, a pit lane reporter in jonathan because occasionally we go we throw to him yeah, yeah. throw to him is the right term <laughs> and we've got the, the chief uh Chief F1 writer, because he's got no technology and he should write something down, doesn't he, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Doesn't believe in electricity, this newfangled yeah. stuff. Yeah. And candlelight. Candlelight. If he was here today, he would be letting everyone know that the Jim Clark Motorsport Museum has officially reopened. Yay! So at the weekend, so it's back Ooh. open again. Um, and it's uh, limited to 20 people, I think, at a time um, in there, but it's, it is open. And there's going to be a lot of distancing, but... Uh, nothing. It should be. It should be pretty. Social good. distancing. Yeah. They've got rid of the one-way system in our local Tesco's, uh, and I only found this out because I was walking using what I thought was the one-way system, and there's people walking at me, looking yeah. at me, like, what are you doing? and I just thought, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like coughing on people. Uh, that's it. I was <coughs> die, die. They'll run away. They'll run away. Well. Punched. Um, and we can talk about Vettel. Everyone else keeps talking about Vettel. There was another report today about Vettel and, and Toto Wolf again. That's How many true. times does Toto Wolf have to say he's got nothing to do with it? How many times? It's almost like, oh, we've not said anything for 10 seconds. Stick a stupid, useless report linking Vettel with the, that mouse. The mouse. Just, there, the fly. Oh, this paint. <laughs> Vettel moving to... I mean, come on. So there was one thing. I'll put a, little, I'll put a comment on one of the videos. Because um, this idiot had put... <laughs> this idiot put... Can I read it? Actually, I'm going to find it and read it out. Oh, wrong thing. Wrong place. 
Oh, a thing. What's going on here? Oh, uh, behave now. Apparently, you're live. Yes, exactly. We are it's live. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a thing saying, Vettel talks with Aston Martin and it looks like he will sign a two-year contract. We will know in a couple of days uh, from 7 level. This is Any thoughts? So this person had put... Uh, oh, there's lots of replies now. <clears throat> Who says that? Is he just <laughs> this is funny. Is he just singing at Aston Martin? Nobody <laughs> mentioned a seat yet. So somebody puts <laughs> there's a couple of comments about singing because he obviously went signing, but he got it wrong. Aye, aye. <laughs> uh, where's me? Where's me? <clears throat> I guess. Okay. Stroll's seat is at risk, says somebody called Hugo Correa three days ago. Perez has a two-year contract. Well, <laughs> we've talked I, about this. We have, we have, but I, I still think that it might be the end of Stroll's time. I just get the feeling that... Really? Yeah. See, that's, but that's different to saying that it's fact. So I put, oh, so you think Lawrence Stroll will sack his son from the team he bought so his son could race in F1? Not so sure myself, no amount of German opera is worth doing that. See, bringing in the singing, German opera, metal <laughs> singing. But he might, no, nobody got that. He might this is the reply. He didn't bought, obviously, he, he didn't bought F1 team to his son race. <laughs> if Stroll just stays there without results, you think his father won't put him to three driver or put him in other team? So, my reply was short and to the point. Yes, that is exactly what I am saying. Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> Stroll has spent the whole of his son's career um, paying for advantages. When he was in the lower formulae, he was paying for Williams' um, wind tunnel time. That's right. For yeah. the team to give his son... I mean, he, he, he put massive amounts of money to Williams for Stroll to go in the team. He's a paid driver. He bought a team. For his, I, I mean, I'm not just saying what you're saying is wrong. I just can't see him doing all that. He may have seen a, a business opportunity in buying Aston Martin, this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, he's doing it for his kid. And I think um, it is hard to make, form, to make money out of Formula One. To do it mm. because a lot of teams are on the bed, like you know, they yes, they get a lot of sponsorship in, but the costs are so huge. That Aston Martin, however, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't do it for money. I mean, there's, there's how many, how many of the, the most successful ones are the ones like Peter Sauber or oh, what was his name, Abinardi, Australian fella. Oh, oh, I loved him. I know he got his name there, never is shaved. Is he still alive, that guy? I don't know. He had an airline, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. was a proper Formula One nut. He, yeah. And the stuff they managed to do, they were definitely a team that made the best Paul, of the results. Yeah. Paul Stoddart, Stoddart, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's. He was. Oh, I loved him. He was awesome because he was on. He, I'm honest, he's an Australian businessman, probably not. But <clears throat> he was true to Formula One. It wasn't about. It's like Frank Williams, you know. He was there to race. None of this messing about. 
politics nonsense, racing, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Um, maybe Lawrence Stroll's caught that bug. I don't know. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, he can make money out of Aston Martin because that brand is astonishing. Even though it's not making much money, the brand is oh, right at the it's yeah. top of yeah. its game, you know. And Probably... They've got a 4 by 4 You know, they've got a new SUV, and actually that yeah. quite, quite good. But that'll sell. You can imagine yeah, yeah. in yeah. Dubai and all these places. They all, they want their Bentley Bentegas. They want their Aston Martins. They want their Range Rovers. They'll, these are the kind of people who will buy more than one car. They'll have one of everything. Everything that looks, you know, that gives them the kind of credibility. These, these SUVs are the all-round car, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if you're on a British road with speed bumps and all this kind of stuff, you need something like that. To, to, to put up with the punishment. And people, you know, they're deliberately making the roads impossible to drive down in a normal car and then going, why are you buying SUVs? Because we need something that can take the crashing punishment. But that's what you would have. If, you, if you're a Hollywood celebrity, I mean, yes, they all pretend, they say they've got a, a Toyota Prius to drive. Yeah, right. But if you look in their garage, you know, it's going to be a Maserati Levante, it's going to be a Bentley Bentayga, it's going to be at least one Range Rover, Range Rover in there. If or if they're Good American, they'd have a Velociraptor. I'd have a Velociraptor. There's the Raptor, which oh, is what yeah. Clarkson drove a mountain. Yeah. Look. And there's the, the Velociraptor. I saw the Raptor is... in Berwick. The, a new Raptor. Really? A yeah. Raptor? Not just an F 150, because the guy had an F 150 around the corner. And it's like. A proper, a proper Ford Raptor pickup, but one for the UK in right hand drive. Um, and it was nice. It looked like one of these dark rally vehicles, you know, that could just did go they, Was it on? Did they it, turn it on? Was no, it like... I was driving past it. You see, that's if, if you watch any videos of the Raptor or the Velociraptor, it sounds like a NASCAR. Uh, uh, You've got a NASCAR that can drive over your house. Perfect. <laughs> that's what, you know, this, I prefer V12s and straight sixes to most V8s, mm. but I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a TV army it's going you know it's, it's like the hounds of hell I love you love your leg and then it drives over you brilliant Aye. no it's quite it's quite funny so now they had they had one of those and it, it was nice I did I did enjoy watching that that uh, uh, what's how Jonathan has, has joined us what's an Aston Martin finally a month on motability <laughs> I think you probably have to donate one of your legs that still works. You'd be owing the DWE 5k a month. So that's <laughs> well, you know, this is a true story, by the way. In the old days, when Motability, you know, they were they were always trying to get prestige uh, brands. They were trying to delve into the bigger brands. All right. And Maserati did a deal. Hold on, hold on. The Motability people were trying to get Motability, Ferraris, Maseratis, whatever. And BMWs, because before you never get a BMW on motability, right? It was really hard. It was only very kind of basic cars. But then they expanded it to all these different. Any company, I think, we pretty much wanted to be involved. Yeah. So Maserati did it, and similarly there was a deal. I'm not sure if it was on the Levante or if it was on the um. Well, no, it was the old, the Quattroporte. I think it was either Quattroporte or one. I think that because that was the time that was the cheapest car they had. I don't think they had anything that was smaller than that. And similarly, there was no it was no deposit down. Um, and you could get your 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 uh, Maserati on Motability, and of course, when you're on Motability, you don't have to pay for any of it. If you get a higher end um, payment, hmm. that's it covered. 
So <laughs> if you just checked around every bit, yeah, they only did about seven or something in the year. Uh, I, this is what I heard anyway. Um, and uh, but you could basically have a Maserati and on mortability. Can you imagine how the sun and the male would respond to that? Yeah, yeah. Lamps driving Maserati. Yeah, that would be amazing. One the guy with the duff leg. You know, or the bad back, and he's got. I mean, I mean, Fred, I mean, it's bad enough to get Fred was a Kerry Katona getting out of a roll of a Range Rover when she's apparently gone bust. Yeah. Uh, this would be like, you know, oh man, the Levante's and his boys, the Stelvio, the Stelvio, is it? Hold on a minute, wait a minute. Is he just complimented an Alfa Romeo? He has. And is he? Is he feeling all right? You okay? I think the Levante looks actually quite nice. I sat in one. At Goodwood a couple of years ago, and I, I really liked it. Um, it's quite different, but I think it's I think it shares a, a platform with the Jeep Grand Cherokee, and that. So John saying equality, 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 for. <laughs> but um, but yeah, similarly now, if you want something really good, you've got to put probably about two or three grand down to get a decent car and motability. Now Harry Harry Metcalf did a review of the Maserati Levante, uh, and he quite liked it. But it has the same problem they all have, is that they're trying to make it look like a Maserati. And it's a, and an off-roader, and you just can't. Yeah. It just, it's not possible, you can't. There's only, there's only been one off-roader made by one of these prestige sports manufacturers that has successfully managed it, and that was a Lamborghini. Yes, and I've seen one of those. LM002. And they did that by throwing the rule book out and going, right... Let's make the stupidest looking tank ever, <laughs> painting it red, uh, making it about the size of whales. You know, like everything's either this is the size of whales or some measure, you know. <clears throat> so half the size of whales would be Range Rover. Yeah. This was the size of whales with Snowden on top. Uh, uh. And with a Countach engine in the front. Uh, and I think it had a 260-something litre fuel tank. Yeah. Um, 100 miles. <laughs> it could do a ton off-road. It was the fastest yeah. off-road in the world. It could literally do a ton off-road, no yeah. problem. Yeah. What a car. I love that car. But that works because instead of going, let's try to make it look like a, a Lamborghini sports car, like they've done with the Urus, so they call it, the, the Urinal. Uh, they just made it look like a mad Maserati off-road. Uh, sorry, Lamborghini off-road. It, our off-roaders look like this instead of, oh, we've got to have the, the corporate badge on the front. It's like big box, big wheels, big mad people, make some for Colonel Gaddafi. He had, he had a few, apparently. Aye, aye. No, it was quite a, quite a thing. Now, on a completely different uh, run, it is still cars, to be fair. Is uh, it? We might be changing our car. We might be changing our car. You're getting a Ferrari? Is that why you're wearing a... Uh, no, sadly, I wish it was. Um, but uh, it's a Dacia. Oh, you're getting a... What do they call Dacia these days? Or da Dacia, I used to call them back in yeah, the day. Yeah, the Dacia Duster. Well, Dacia our, Duster. We are looking at um, a, <coughs> a Sandero diesel. Hey, you get a diesel! <laughs> But I'll tell you why, because Renault and Dacia are throwing the cars away at the moment. And they're giving away, like, you know, if, if you buy a new car, it's like three months free. 
and they give you first three payments down and no deposit. So they're, um, we're looking at ours with, uh, they're giving £400 deposit contribution um, and they're giving us way more than what our car is worth. Um, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then... Yeah. I know James May would be proud, exactly. Um, and basically, we can basically hand our car, give it, throw away our car to them, say, there you are, you can have it, uh, with 300 quid, that's it. And is that You'll have to do a report on what you think of the fact that it's basically a Renault. Yeah, an old Clio. But it gets quite a good NCAP crash test, and they're actually... Well, they're they went nuts on that, didn't they, Renault? They, they, they got the first five-star car in the Laguna. Yeah. Um, because it's lighter than the current Clio, um, the economy is amazing. Uh, I had a Logan for a while, and that was a great one, car. 1.5? Turbo diesel with 90 D horsepower. DCI? Yeah, right. but you get 80 to the gallon. 80 to the gallon on a long run. You'll have to tell me if you actually do, because... Well, we've had, I had 73 uh, with Jonathan as a witness coming back up the M1 from Company Car in Action. So that was right in. He'll uh, say anything for a bit. No, no, it was gen genuinely. We, we got from Duns to Millbrook and back on a tank full of fuel. We did not have to fill up. And that was about 700-odd miles by the time it was done. Um, so it was, uh, and that was on, on about 55 litres. Um, it was absolutely yeah, max. Really uh, but it was, it was good. And that was going at motorway speeds. That was sitting at 70 mile an hour. So it was, it was very, it was, it was amazing. And this is lighter and slightly smaller. Um, well, I mean, it makes sense because, um, I mean, you're paying for a Renault, but you're paying Darcy a price. So that will that check. So that's, that, that's good. That makes sense. That's really good. It's only two years old on an 18 plate with 10,000 oh. miles on the clock. Wow. Um, and, and, they're, and they're giving away two free services as well. Wow. So, I mean, it's like any other deal we were going to do, we would have to pay probably, you know, another couple of grand. To get <laughs> <laughs> I knew people that used to do that on motorbikes. I had a pal of mine that had uh, an RG350 LC, for anyone that knows what that is. And... Make some comments about the uh, Yamaha RD350LC, uh, which he was running out of petrol, so he sat, sat close behind the truck. Plus, the truck had no idea he was there because they can't see a car when they're that close, and he's still, you know, <laughs> mad bike. Uh, but he, he got, I think he got his best fuel economy from that smoker. Yeah, because he wouldn't have to get there'd be no air airflow at all, wouldn't it? Or no, exactly. <coughs> no, no, we'd just been sucked along. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he's thing. from South London, though. So, so we'll hopefully we'll pick it up maybe next week. Um, we're not. We're probably about ninety percent of the way there, I think. So we'll see how it goes, and that's rid, rid of a Clio and then into a Dacia again. Just remember, right? Okay, it's not a Williams, so you don't have to drive it like that. Yes, streamlining. That's what he was doing. No, the, the Datsia, surprisingly, the Datsia actually handled pretty well. Um, it was not a bad car because we had a Hyundai i30 estate before I got the Logan. And mm -hmm. the Datsia outhandled it massively, far, far better behind the wheel. So I think this this should hopefully be all right. I've not heard that they're terrible. Um, cool. but, you know, they're all quite, quite reasonable. So we well, can. Say, James May likes them. AC off. In 33 degree heat to see what. <laughs> It's supposed to be 10%. <laughs> I think you'll find it's 7 miles. 7 mpg. But, uh, <laughs> but, 
I'm leaving that to you two to argue about. The thing is, we, we came up, we were just south of Newcastle, and the light, the, the warning light for the fuel light came on, and Jonathan said, oh, you have no problem at all getting back up to it. <laughs> you believed him? No, well, no, I think we ended up stopping just before Berwick or something. We, we managed to get another another half an hour or so, which is not bad going, but I thought I would have to... I, have to, I mean, there's an SO, Gary, just as you go into Eyemouth. I know that. I think it's SO anyway. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah no, no. <laughs> but, uh, I quite liked Eyemouth. I've got a nice chippy. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the... And we saw some nice seals hanging about in, in the harbour looking yeah. at us. Going... Don't use the public toilets in the car park because they warn, they warn you for drugs and the, all in terms of these needles and all sorts of things you'll find. Oh, well, yeah. well, this was this was ten years ago, it's two thousand ten. So. Probably you're still from ten years ago. You, know? <laughs> you can always get a litre in the pipe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Was really good for that. Yeah, it must have had a huge pipe going from the tank because you could over. <laughs> I put fifty-seven litres. Is it the one your wife has to use when she's driving for the? Institute of Advanced Motorists. Well, she doesn't want to get me. Well, she doesn't want to get it. She wants anything else. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> she wants anything but a Dacia, and I want anything except you know. Um, and that's what I would like first and foremost. So I think it'll be me that'll be driving it. Um, so we'll see how we get on. But uh, but it'll be good fun. I love a cheap mm. car, and I love a car that's cheap to run as well so it's going to be craig ferguson who's the scottish man that's moved to america and does a chat show comedian oh i don't know craig ferguson he's quite funny he's very scottish but he lives in america you know he's, he's a good pal of um peter capaldi apparently they've done stuff together aren't they? All right. uh, and he was <laughs> making a joke about having many fights because uh, he's married to a scotch woman <laughs> <laughs> and i just thought I'm not entirely sure you're going to win that argument. <laughs> <laughs> and you may want to grow your hair over the bruising. Right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's a, Safely uh, from 300 miles away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, on we've that been note. on for nearly an hour. And mm. uh, seven minutes, which is fantastic. Is there anything we've missed? Is, is Grosjean or Magnussen going to leave? Will Perez get to go somewhere? Um, is Albon any good? I think he is. He's been downplayed a bit. He did finish fifth, to be fair. Did him Russell? I mean, I'm so disappointed that, that, that Williams screwed up Russell's race, basically, by getting yeah. the tyres wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he ended, I mean, because right he's 12th, he qualified yeah. pure pace on 12th, so good. Yeah. And then he ended up second from last. Yeah. yeah. So, like, oh. Come on, gotta get a break. And Claire, Claire won't let him leave. She's told him straight, so she can she can tell people off when she has a mind. Mister John, and she told him, "No, you're not going to Mercedes until your contract's finished, mate." So there you go. She's been. He's got another year or two there, is he? Another year in, in Williams. That's quite good because they get. It helps that he's there a, long, a longer period of time. And the I'm car's sure good. It's yeah, doing well, you know? Yeah, 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 no, definitely. Definitely. Will Raikkonen still be there next year? That's another one that's been yeah. making the rounds. Is he, is he, he said he's only leaving when he's not having fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last year he said that. Well, is he having fun? Who knows? Well, he was 20th on the grid in Hungary. Yeah. So I don't know how much fun it is to be right at the very back. Although he did finish quite, I mean, he finished he, well. 
Yeah, so I mean, he did come up the field, to be fair. Mm. Um, but uh, so no, we'll have to see. Well, will we try and, and uh, pencil? Oh, and Lando Norris, then we had those pains in the chest when he was breaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, they all go, oh, what is he, is he going to die? No, he just bruised himself in the first two, in the first race. Because ah. he's not driven for a long time and he's only ickle. So he he bruised he just bruised his chest. So he's getting back now and he's alright, he's on painkillers. Drugs and um that's him, Lando. Sites, he's he's happy. Still happy he's going to Ferrari, even though the McLaren's quicker. And there's been a massive rearrangement in Ferrari. Uh, Matteo Binotto Binotto is not being sacked. He's done the rearrangement and he's reinstated a hierarchical system that was taken away by the old big boss who died, if you remember. That's right, Master. Um, and he did a great job at the time, but it um, <laughs> can be great on a night out. Yeah, we've heard. Uh, yeah, he's, I mean, it's obvious there's some problems in the team, but I think that the, the thing that's going to save them is that they're sticking behind Binotto instead of sacking him because that's it's like it's like yeah. back in the day with I, I don't follow football at all but I do remember that with the England football team every time they lost sack him and it was like well this is not the way to get behind someone this is not the way to help them make changes and to fix things this is the way to never get anywhere because you think that the new guy comes in with a magic wand and goes Bing! didn't work that way no. they've yeah. got to change a lot of things um, so you know I think that's Pretty good. Though the one video thing, um, Formula World, I stew my head in the way it pronounces things. Luca de Montezemolo. And then what this fella does, this is my last little rant before the, we finish. Luca, he's, he's, it's like he's been practicing trying to sound like he can say Italian names properly. So he sounds like he's chewing on a brick. You know, like in the Lord of the Rings where they oh, yeah. screw up everything. Absolutely everything from the beginning to the end. Uh -huh. uh, and one of the things they screw up and people take the mick out of all the time. He is a mad professor. He's a mad Italian professor. Uh -huh. I knew one of them. Giuseppe Zagotto. Uh, and they used to say, because that's just wrong. They can't say Mordor. They have to sound like a saying in another language. Well, this is what this fellow does with Italian names. Matteo Benato, like that. But then he says, Luca de Montezimolo. And I want to punch the screen. Because it's a phonetic language. Yeah. Luca yeah. de Montezemolo. It's really easy. Luca de Montezemolo. You just say all the E's are E, all the O's are O. It's really easy. <laughs> and none of them can say Giovanni. Or Giorgio, or he's like, yeah, what? <laughs> I just, you know, just stop trying. Just do it wrong, all of them, and be consistent. Yeah. Or do it right, because it's not hard. Yeah. Same with Welsh. Welsh is the same. Welsh is easy. It's dead easy. It's just right. phonetic. It's just not English. Uh. Duh. There's no there vowels in it. Yeah, there are. It's just they're not English vowels. Duh. No. Uh -huh. It's not saying there's no English in French. No shit, Sherlock. Really? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Well, on that note, as we've been Rouge doing rant. Hour, there you go. Then we can end with Rouge Rant. It's been fantastic doing another show. It's mozzarella. They're getting mozzarella. <laughs> You've been listening and watching the show.
and Race Driver Show. With me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special co-host, Andrew Marlowe. <laughs> <laughs> that's me bye <laughs> and uh, I'll do the fin final phrase if you like it's time to drive fast and try not to crash take care and we'll see you all soon what's bye